Welcome to Mindful Space to Pause. Your host is Dee Lee. In our show, you'll experience what it means to take a break, get in tune with your true self, and be in the present. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mindful Space to Pause. My name is Dee Lee, and I am your host today as we explore practicing presence with intentional resilience. We can begin applying this immediately as we embark on this personal design assignment of ourselves. Buddha said, every morning we are born again. What we do today is what matters most. How do you typically respond to surprises and unplanned events that show up in your carefully scheduled day? Do you adapt to the shifting time focus or do you wallow around and dwell on things that did not go as planned? Some things can happen in our day that we do not have control over, but we do have control over how we review and work with things that show up. We have control over our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, and our bodies. When we practice self-care, it helps promote resilience. How we adapt to new daily scheduled changes or events is our choice and can also affect how we succeed with the plans we were focused on. When we choose to embrace the important elements of having a resilient mindset, it really supports our choices. And we can also acknowledge whatever situations showed up, we can view the details, and we can learn from any mistakes and move forward as needed. So it's interesting, resilience is something that does take time to build. And so it's also something that because it takes time and it takes learning, because some of this is also changing some of our habits that we have had or have um, going on that maybe we're, we're just learning the habits that are there because we're now more present. It can be dramatically different from one person to the other. And, and so we want to be careful about if we're comparing ourselves to other people too, because it's really a personal choice and our behaviors and our actions are ourselves different from between people. So how do I actually work, you know, making myself resilient? You know, that's a question for ourselves. So, um, as we do this, we want to look at our strengths and um, be ready to um, acknowledge as we're, we're going through and discussing things um, and ask questions. You know, some of it is interesting because the more that, that we question some of the things we do, we might not know all the answers, but they're opening our minds to um, having a chance to really think about you know, how, we, or how our thoughts work. And um, so it's part of the development of this whole process too is becoming more in the present mode for ourselves and looking at as we design the, these different aspects, um, attaching them to a, a better outlook or event process. So, um, as we develop this, it's interesting, uh, Thomas Edison um, had 10,000 ways that didn't work, you know, when he was putting together the um, discovery of the light bulb. And he, he looks at, he didn't look at things, you know, he made 
thousands of prototypes and um, and also had invented or uh, had processed you know a lot of patents, a thousand or more patents. And when um, when he looked at this, it could have been, oh my gosh, these are all failures. Um, but he took a different observation of this, you know, in the sense that um, it was uh, helping to teach himself, you know, that, okay, that particular uh, construction of something didn't work. And so he then tried something else. And um, from our perspective, we look back on this whole history of what he did. And wow, you know, what would it be like if we didn't have um, telegraphs or motion pictures or at some point, you know, you know, there are all these different things that he came up with. And um, his whole story is rather inspirational because when you think of 10,000 different failures um, or more uh, that you know, in some ways, um, it's interesting, they weren't accomplishing what his intention was. But, you know, in some ways, some of these uh, different events probably came up with different things that he, you know, may not have thought about initially, but maybe had a, a different uh, approach. And when we think about his inspirational story, you know, you know he really had uh, resilience. And you know, he had challenges in a lot of ways too, but um, part of it is just looking at the event and saying, okay, how did he appear in his own mind saying, okay, I invented all these things and they didn't work or they weren't working as my intention was. But, uh, and when you gather all this together too, his resilience actually was pretty exciting because he did come up with things that, um, we use now and also have improved upon. So um, there's, you know, other stories about other people out there too that um, have tried to do things that were very invented or creative or um, the processes are not normal. And uh, some of it comes back to just observation of how do they look at challenges and so resilience is really our ability uh, in a defining mode to adapt to a situation and take a look at something and if something doesn't go as planned, um, to really look at it and say, okay, well, that didn't go as planned, so I'm carrying on going forward. And, you know, they take a look at the situation and, um, and then move forward. So there's elements here that um, the there was um, a lot of research done by Susan Kabasa, and some of it had uh, some essential elements uh, related to resilience. So challenge is one of the the elements. Um, how resilient people, if people are defined as resilient, they look at a difficulty as a challenge, not so much that if that challenge is a uh, an event, they look at failures and mistakes as more, more from a lesson perspective. So the lesson is, you know, in learning, um, we learn from something as a lesson. And we look at things in a phrase as, 
we've heard in other ways too is opportunities for growth. So they don't look and compare themselves as a sense of um, a reflection on their self-worth. It's more from a an actual challenge that they want to learn from. So again, it's committing to a different perspective that um, is going to keep ourselves a bit higher from the from the norm and not let ourselves fall into this negative attitude. So there's a commitment to um, with resilient people on their goals and there are reasons to get out of bed, you know, to say, okay, today, as um, we discussed initially with um, the Buddha, you know, every morning we are born again and what we do today is what matters most. So when we look at the perspective of what is our purpose, what really as we get up and out of our sleep situation makes us get forward into the day and excited about the day. And um, we're committed to look at our commitments and observations and um, look at ways to continue our uh, day in a, in a positive way um, and with some plans. Um, we look forward to spending our time and energy um, doing work and working or focusing on situations that we have control over. Because when we put our efforts where we want to um, go and we're confident that we can go there, we have a whole different sense about it. Uh, the situation too and people that spend time worrying about events that we can't control um, which there are all kinds of different things out in outside of ourselves going on in our environments the politics and on and on um, if we concentrate too much on that area we can feel lost or helpless because we uh, we can't take action on any of it we can only act on things that we, um, in our observations, can control. And so um, we want to take a look at um, how to explain things to ourselves in terms of some of the optimistic and language that we, we talk to ourselves. Um, you know, people who are optimistic and, you know, in, in that term of, resilience when we're optimistic there is more resilience and we look at um, events as temporary rather than permanent so what that also does is we say okay well uh, how we talk to ourselves if we're describing something so those are events that maybe happen that we class as bad potentially and we don't look at them as permanent they're going to be um a temporary situation and that's also how we observe something and what we do is we turn it around in our minds and with ourselves that we can learn from it um, also resilient people don't look at events as unrelated areas of their that affect all these other areas of their life for example um, just because one event happened in one area of their life doesn't mean it's going to happen all over their different relationships or events of their lives. 
So it, it becomes a way to uh, isolate some of these events or things that in a way could throw somebody totally um, into chaos and how you look at things. Um, part of the resilience, we don't blame ourselves um, for these event and events that we might take a look at that are in a classification bad or whatever, but we say, okay, well, um, sometimes we know then and acknowledge that something happened with our own uh, approach to something and we learn from it. We get up and carry on. So um, as we look at how to be resilient and um, how we want to approach to uh, learn how to be more resilient. We have things that um, we have different attributes that we can be learning or observing in people or with um, learning processes. Um, we have a positive image of looking forward too. They we want to actually say that we have a brighter outlook towards the future and possibly we have a vision that we feel very positive about. So in a, in a way, um, a, a resilient person is not just looking at their immediate area too, but they're looking at goals and they have a uh, feeling that you know their goals are, are going to be achievable, that their future has a positive feel to it. Um, we're uh, empathetic and compassionate, but we don't look at worrying about other people, you know, and, and what do they uh, think of our goals or whatever. We, we have positive feelings ourselves, and we're not going to be worrying what others think of, of our goals. Um, we look at things that, uh, from a resilient perspective, um, we know that some things can change, and we work on the things that we have control over. Uh, those are very important. As we go about this, we look at um, stress differently. We look at how to view ad adversity. And we try to learn from time to time. Um, we're, we know that we're going to fail, possibly. And the word failing is a different word also. And it, it means that we made a mistake. And sometimes we can feel like we fell flat on our face for whatever that mistake was, but we also know that um, we can get up and um, we adapt to the situation and we carry on. But we can also um, take our dreams and look at them and say, okay, well, um, here's what we learned from this occasion. We're, we're learning the lesson we needed to and we carry on and we go forward. And so we um, want to live our life in a, in a positive way and uh, say, okay, well, we're maybe not um, naturally resilient, but we can also develop a mindset and an attitude. So there's a, a set of different attributes that and things that we can um, develop in our process here to uh, incorporate in our daily life. Some of them seem very obvious, but we also are um, looking at, at these different elements and saying, oh, well, that makes sense. Um, one of them, you know, get enough sleep. You know, a lot of us operate in a, 
a, a lack of sleep because we're trying to keep up with things and on with things. And in that same token, we need to exercise. I mean, not be just stuck with our face in a um, computer or device. And we want to be um, aware and present when we're um, what we're doing and how we're doing it and when we're doing it and have that helpful in practicing um, getting ourselves more uh, thought-provoking um, focus where we can be aware of what you know what is going on and if we find ourselves with um, negative thoughts we are very much aware of that and we know how to listen to ourselves so that we can have something um, that maybe shows up and we um, are able to correct that by changing the words or how we talk with ourselves. And um, when we do that, we can then change how we re react or, or look at negative situations and bad events if they're it termed bad. I mean, that's where, again, it, some of the, the language is um, we know that we make mistakes and we have failures, but every mistake also has a power to teach us something, which is really a positive. And we don't stop in that um, situation and keep ourselves stuck. So we want to actually know that some of these can have the, the potential to get us stuck but we choose our response. And so as we start choosing to focus on something in a little different level and at a deeper level and say, well, you know, I have strength of, of this event, learning my response, um, I can also um, work through something. So as we do this, we're going to say, okay, this is how I want to respond to something. And if you find yourself responding in a negative way, you can switch that so you can remain calm and logical and look for a solution. So your reaction is really you know, how you react or how you respond is really up to you. And so you have a choice. And that's really a very powerful element right there from a resilience perspective because you do have choices. And the more that you know that you have choices and you don't have to just get stuck somewhere, that's a really powerful um, observation for yourself to remember. And that's part of our um, practicing as we go here too, is we understand that situations and crises uh, can be overcoming or overwhelming. And um, we know that sometimes the solutions aren't obvious right there. Uh, we know that some of the things can get blown up out of proportion if we aren't careful. Um, a lot of times other people can blow them up in front of us. And so we want to just participate in an active way and be also looking at it from us having intentional resilience. That's, a, that's our choice. You know, that's where we want to, to pause and... Um, make sure that we take the time to keep us in that same state. So on that note, we're going to pause for a moment and we will be right back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. 
When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break, hit the pause pad button, or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. back to mindful space to pause we're discussing intentional resilience and from a perspective pers- you know positioning um, resilient people typically have a perspective that um, if a crisis shows up you know there is a way to handle it that um, we know that uh, everything shows up in different ways and we all respond in different ways too so part of our intention here is to keep an eye on our personal uh, response to something and not be overwhelmed with the crisis but look at it from a bit of more long-term perspective and it's important to keep an eye on that because um, some of the events that happen with us um, we can control and other things we cannot and as we uh, respond to something, you know, we try to keep ourselves in a more calm perspective and um, response. They, and we're confident, you know, resilient people have a confidence or a self-confidence or we know that we're building self-confidence as we go through. We have a belief in ourselves and we look for um, that belief to also uh, tie in with our values and it's important to keep you know the the uh, values and goals together um, so that we're matching up our own selves in our process Um, part of our relationships as we have not just relationship with ourselves, but we also look at as we are uh, each individual we also have relationships with colleagues and people around us um, in our families and our friendships and we also have different uh, relationships that some people are more resilient than others so it's something where all of these are um, tr- are 
very um, important to keep in mind, but we also focus on the, the flexibility so that we know that as something changes, which there's a lot of change around us, um, that we just, we also need to be flexible and be careful to um, be in that flexible mode and change to make careful made plans uh, changeable or change as we go as needed to be amended or response to them. It's interesting, um, we just basically, from a resilient mode, the intentional resilience, we look at the fact that um, we have a positive attitude, uh, we're optimistic, we look for the um, ability for ourselves to respond with emotions that are appropriate, and we um, are looking forward to um, a goal out in the future that may be needing to be changed, but we look for ways that that is an intentional change too. So um, there's possibilities that some of the changes will be um, change that we aren't certain about, but it could be actually best for you as you go down in toward the future too, it gives you some opportunities that may not have been available because something else shifted. So being open to some of this too is um, looking at it from a progress perspective. And as you become more flexible and flowing within the processes, you're going to take a, be able to take a look at um, how far you've come on certain things and um, when we do this, from a resilience perspective, we're looking at something, it's, it's really um, how far we've come rather than saying, okay, well, we're being discouraged because we know that we have come this far, but we have this uh, huge amount of work still needs to be accomplished. And so, it's helpful to have a different perspective in this whole situation. And when you know that you've been working on solutions, um, the more that you feel you're in the control seat, you're not just waiting for things to happen or happen to you, but you're being proactive and saying, okay, well, I can take my goals into a reality. I know that I'm uh, confident in this process and I can cope with the changes. We have risks, we have risks with all kinds of things. But when we look at things from a challenge perspective and we're, we're looking at them um, and saying, oh, well, I have this whole laundry list of potential solutions for that situation. Um, you, when you practice your problem-solving techniques, um, again, it's being present. And as you become more uh, uh, in the uh, mode of practicing um, in a, on a skill level, what is problem-solving skills? You know, I mean, again, it's taking a look at um, when you go through these different events, you're going to, as you practice, you're going to find yourself able to apply some of these skills on a more practice level um, as something comes up. And um, challenges, you know, you want to uh, be prepared to cope with. Um, you know, you want to be able to learn um, healthy habits, you know, managing stress for yourself, um, believe in yourself, 
and take some pride in your ability and accomplishments. Um, part of our challenge, too, is we are all so serious, so we want to have a sense of humor, because sometimes that can, you know, laughing, not at somebody, but with situations that come up, if you can have a sense of humor, it can help um, when t- some of the times are, are tough. When we're, we have a positive, hopeful outlook, it will make us more resilient and in that optimistic perspective. We know that we can deal with something and that difficulties in life show up and we always know that they're going to show up. But we know that um, we can handle the difference between um, you know, something that is a pressure cooker and we know that we can maintain a positive outlook and as something shows up, um, be able to look at it from a situation where we look at it saying, oh, well, that's going to help me in a, in a learning perspective. Um, I'm going to be able to um, learn from this and also apply it to another situation. So you kind of turn it around a bit. And um, it's one of those that as we learn this, we're going to apply it to a different way too. So resilience, it's kind of like having a muscle. And so as you take a look at the situations and say, okay, well, I'm practicing this, it's like practicing a muscle builder exercise. And if you run into um, a lot of stressful events, you know, if you take and look at these, um, you're actually going to have more of a, um, an attitude of that, okay, these are intentional efforts and um, this is how I want to intend to uh, um, look at the situations. And as you're more practiced and present with each of these situations, you're going to build your um, yourself habits and behaviors and overall mindsets that help in that process. So we have a lot of complex and volatile potential in our world outside of ourselves that we don't have total control on. But it's really looking at how to navigate um, the different areas. And so we we look at cultivating a different uh, resilient attitude and looking at from a network perspective, having a buffer system for ourselves that we say, okay, well here we're nurturing ourselves in this relationship with ourselves and also with others. And we um, are giving time and energy for what we care about. Um, we look at things that we can build upon. And uh, when we take a look at things that we can control, you know, we're able to have long-term and short-term goals uh, for ourselves. And as we are more practiced in this, we can reevaluate and look at uh, situations. Are they working or not? And so as we go about this process, you know, we're going to be having a longer term uh, observation for our lifelong learning. So it's not just a short career resilience um, in whatever area you're focused on, but you're also in a higher order taking courses and attending um, to learning for yourself and a lot of not just your career, but in your, your life situation. As it really, you know, knowledge is really something you can carry with you for a lifetime and anything you can do to develop your 
knowledge of um, any of these areas and and build your self-confidence and your resiliency that is huge um, as these are opportunities that might be showing up um, that that you may not have ever even thought about too so it becomes a potential to build um, something in a different direction or possibly with a different uh focus for a career that maybe you don't see when you first get started looking around. So there you as you do this um, and intentional uh, resilience, you're actually building upon an empowerment process for yourself. And it's not just um, the words bouncing back are tossed around a, a bit. You know, resilience is t- getting bounced back, but really it's um, it's really saying that, okay, your direction, you want to jump a bit higher. So you want to um, bounce higher. You want to be resilient so that um, you can get moving forward with certain things so that if an event happens, um, your resilience will actually carry you into a, a, a new uh, forward motion. You'll have new information if you're open to information gathering and or learning. And so it's it's growth, it's um, change that helps from a growing perspective. This also helps to um, train ourselves on uh, humility and deep reflection. Sometimes we're um, we take events and uh, having ourselves really thinking in terms of some of not just the outside effect, but also within ourselves. So as we as we look from an intentional resilience, we're discovering a lot of connection, and this is looking for environments that we are connected to, not just ourselves but with others that we feel comfortable with. This all might change our um, goals in going forward, but it also is building upon the strength. And we want to be clear in how our vision is for ourselves, and we look at the goals as part of that. But you know, we're looking at achievable goals, and as we're more uh, tuned into ourselves, we're going to see the visions and know that they'll become um, possible because we're self-confident about certain things, and we're changing as we go towards that. So it becomes intentional empowerment, you know, becomes uh, important. So whatever you're looking at, if you face these different events and look at roadblocks, adversity, and other obstacles and say, um, look at them with an intention of um, possibility and know that um, we're taking – and looking at ourselves and our situation, we look at ourselves from the past, the present, and the future. We're going to have our own intentional resilience in mind, and we know that we have a possibility. We can shape our life in a way we want to. Self care is very much an important part of this, and knowing that um, each of our areas, our thoughts, feelings, actions, and our body are part of the self-care that is going to give ourselves resilience. When we are learning, we're a lot of times challenging ourselves intellectually, and um, we can ask ourselves as we go in this process, um, are my thoughts helping myself? 
uh, am I open to certain things? Am I, are my thoughts useful? And as we look within ourselves, we can be helpful in if the language that we're talking to ourselves in uh, is feeling heavy or negative. Those are things that you can change as you are the controller of that. But you also want to tap into your emotions, your feelings, your senses. You know, how are you feeling? That's your own GPS system. Are you finding um, emotions that, that tie in with, you know, some of the change? Do you find yourself um, having some humor and compassion um, and being able to give yourself uh, change, um, time to change? or some ideas of trying out different things to change. So like changing a, a routine, um, do you find that that helps? Uh, and or you make the, an extra change. Um, asking yourself, you know, if, if whatever is, is happening, is it helpful? Uh, and making that change, that's your choice. So in um, each of these areas, we want to find a way to... Um, Take things as we are going through the anxieties of change and not just question ourselves, but also that um, we, are, we have hope in our process because when we are looking for things that will help us, we're hoping that certain things come up that will help with the solutions and, and the, the word hope helps carry us forward and it's a nurturing process as we are looking at um, hope. And when we speak hope, we're not just speaking for ourselves, but um, we're, we're knowing that we're able to move along and we're working with language that we have encouragement for ourselves. So we're not just questioning the motives and the, and the opportunities and saying, oh my gosh, I can't do that. A lot of it is our own language how we, we talk with ourselves and our resilience is really dependent upon our control and anxieties and um, stresses, letting some of that go and knowing that we can bounce ourselves higher and go forward when we experience some of the processes that go around some of this change. So it's interesting, um, you know, one of the most resilient people was J.K. Rowling in her first Harry Potter. She was rejected by 12 major publishers before being accepted. And that's a lot of rejection. Um, but look at where she has taken herself. She's believed in herself. And uh, some of the things that we uh, look at around um, that, you know, it's it's like, you know, the light bulb situation um, and the experiences of someone that's in the creation mode, um, an inventor with that many um, resilient focuses and um, saying, okay, well, next time I'm going to do this, try this and, and see how it works. It's, a, it's an observation of um, not just trying it out, but also saying, okay, I trust that I'm learning from this process and that here I make this change and I learn from that and then I go forward and try it again. So some of it's perspective, some of it's just pers perseverance and saying, okay, I just need to um, keep myself um, practicing and also um, observant 
and being in that process, then I'm going to have success. It's a sense of success that keeps us sometimes moving. Um, they might be very small successes, but again, it's your observation and how you look at something and your perseverance with whatever you're focused on. So along that line, you know, pausing is sometimes difficult in our busy days and we don't allow ourselves to pause. And our pauses are really significant in uh, looking at ways to give ourselves time. It's, um, it's not giving time so much. It's more like acknowledging that we need that time to be open and be able to listen to our inner selves and take you know, a, a resilience approach saying, okay, I, I really desire to have that in my day and putting it in your day, taking action on it because it is important. So on that note, from a pause perspective, we're going to take a, a quick pause and we will be back shortly. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break, hit the pause pad button, or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. My name is Dee Lee, and we're talking about intentional resilience. And it's interesting um, when we go back through our past, we think our, of our past recent or um, further back in your uh, situation, there are different times where you've probably found yourself, you've had to persevere through something, and it could be that you are actually more resilient than you realize. And um, there are ways to actually build resilience, we can learn how to do this and um, also apply it. So, uh, finding a sense of purpose is very important because when you do this, you're going to 
um, become more involved in something, uh, having a purpose, you're going to want to spend more time on something. And when you cultivate your different intentions, um, you can find meaningful aspects that maybe are activities that uh, really charge your spirit. So it's important to have a sense of purpose um, with something that you can look forward to. Uh, also having confidence in your own ability so that you know that um, there's always going to be stress in life somewhere along the way and know that uh, as stress comes along, you're able to cope with it uh, with uh, self-esteem, knowing that you're um, able to, you know, that stress and recovering from difficult events, you really are able to call upon your strengths and yourself to know that you can move yourself through something. If you hear a lot of negative comments in your mind, you can also replace them with positive, you know, and attitudes such as, I am really, I can do this. I can do something that you're focused on. Because you're confident in and aware of your own abilities. And even though you may not feel that your abilities match up with everything around you, you know that you're open to learning. And as that is an openness to start with, anything that comes along that feels very heavy uh, and maybe a failure, you're open to the attitude of that's part of learning and can go forward into learning something about it. And uh, some of this also has to do with um, how other people around you observe and give comments too. So supportive people around you is, is, or having supportive people around you is also very important because when you talk about a situation, if somebody's not very supportive, you know, that, that, brings up a whole lot of heaviness and um, and some of our own reaction is we don't feel supported if we're not supporting ourselves and we're looking for the outside support and others aren't supported. It can be kind of a heavy situation. So we want to, for ourselves, is actually know that we can support ourselves and listen to ourselves and, and say, okay, well, this is this situation, here's my solutions, I'm going to try them out. If they don't work, then I'm going to try some different potential solutions. And just being flexible is one of the key elements um, because by being flexible, we can then move from event to event and know that we can change in a direction. Um, Sometimes it is required that we um, make abrupt changes to be adaptive and be positive and optimistic about something. So as we're learning, we're also establishing goals and that we know that those goals are going to be um, helpful because we have something to look forward to. So some of these situations might be um, testing us in a way. And if you feel overwhelmed with something, um, break it down into some smaller manageable steps or manageable solutions, or possibly one solution will feed into a different solution. The main thing is to not just find yourself in a box, but look for uh, action things that you can do and um, find things that you can control. So you're helping yourself being self-nurturing. Uh, you're building skills. You make time for inner, you know, different activities that you enjoy. Um, you're looking after yourself from reducing your stress, uh, developing um, as much optimistic um, 
problem-solving skills, having a positive thinking process so that, you know, you're not always feeling like it has to be positive. But the idea is to minimize the amount of how much you beat yourself up with uh, different situations, knowing that you have the choice for that optimism and that, you know, it is okay. So as we do this, we can find ourselves um, becoming more proactive and uh, looking for solutions. And um, it's really, you know, the basics here are having an optimistic outlook is so key. Uh, it's a habit as we look at and talk to ourselves. We are um, responding sometimes so quickly that we may not know how we're responding, but as you practice more presence and listen to your inner commentary, um, how do you feel with that commentary? Because that'll tell you how your own internal system is operating. If you feel you know heavy and down um, in the the uh, solutions that are showing up, or maybe not even finding that you feel like you have a solution. That can be a daunting feeling sometime. So we want to be able to uh, keep ourselves open so that we can think in terms of some new and different ideas possibly and be looking for ways within ourselves to participate so that we can operate at a higher level and be able to bounce back in terms of if we find ourselves um, not resilient to something. So it's ability to really look at stress in a different way. So when you really look from not just uh, saying, okay, that's building my stress and I'm, I'm so stressed out, I can't operate. It's taking a, you know, an opportunity to really put yourself forward and having a habit and a behavior that is going to give yourself some calming process and um, sometimes we have setbacks that we can't respond in a total uh, calm situation, but you know that you can operate in a different way that you're going to be able to manage things. And it might be um, something that will take a little practice or when you find yourself first uh, having something chaotic, you might respond in one way and say, oh, I meant to learn from this. I meant to do this something different. So you're able to take a higher road in a sense than manage your emotions and say, okay, well, um, this didn't work very well. So um, being aware, you're going to take the time to understand what you're feeling. And even if it's uncomfortable, you might have to switch something around so that you're, you're going to feel better. But your emotions really are part of your system, too, that you want to be sure that you allow yourself the time to feel them and know that um, the intention with that is that you're um, knowing that you're resilient, that you also allow yourself to feel, you know, along the way, because it's important to be able to feel as you go. So... Um, self-care helps to support yourself internally yourself and your whole situation is um, available to you that you can re be resilient and face adversity you know knowing that you know there's always you know life events some of it's traumatic and tragedies listening to a lot of the 
information on the outside world, you know, you're not able to control a lot of it. So it's more like thinking of what's going on out here is more from a higher perspective and know that you can help in certain ways and mostly helping yourself to so you're taking control and being able to um, be resilient for yourself and also help others around you um, is, is something that um, is very important because your relationship with yourself and how you affect others around you is going to help them if you're more positive in yourself and you're more calm uh, they're going to be looking to you for some of the strength and possibly um, some of it is a building block so you um, you're on a personal journey and sometimes we don't have all of the components of the journey together but um, as we approach a different way for ourselves to be resilient other people start picking up some of that too and we look at the building blocks that we're making connections and relationships and we're building ourselves a framework in a way and a process that we want to live. Um, our goals can change and so we became um, be, become um, more focused on a different vision for uh, down the road with those goals. It's an opportunity for self-discovery. So some of these are observations too that we take a look and say, oh, well, I'm accepting this this challenge and saying, okay, I'm not going to struggle with the change that needs to happen, but I'm taking a positive look and looking at it from a learning perspective, uh, keeping things in perspective, not getting blown out of the event, out of proportion, um, being hopeful, looking from an optimistic view, saying, oh, that is really possible. Um, by paying attention to our own needs and feelings, we start with ourselves and keep our uh, ourselves primed for situations to be able to help with um, other situations possibly. But keep an eye on your own meditation and spiritual practices helps your, you to build that some of that strength. And a lot of this is just taking a... a and, and identifying ways to work within these different potentials. So, you know, it's a lot of questions and a lot of potentials. Um, we want to build uh, competence within, um, there's seven C's that have been discussed, competence, confidence, connection, character, contribution, coping skills, and control. And uh, again, it's, taking some higher roads in a way and looking at things, um, how to approach something and also not just as total challenge, but looking at the possibility of a, a real uh, observation way and having it supportive. Abraham Lincoln said, most folks are about as happy as they make up their minds to be. So we wanna be positive in, in our thinking and look for ways to be positive. Um, as we're really wanting to build uh, our character and habits so that some of these are building blocks. So it's intentional resilience is part of the building blocks that we, we really look forward to um, stepping forward, trying them out. And some of the, the hindsight is um, looking backwards in time you know some of these are moments that we've missed some of these potentials 
but we know that um, we have an opportunity to move forward in our observations and how we approach things. So it's a fascinating journey. And um, I wrote a poem speaking to our creation process. When I open my eyes, I see love flows freely through me. When I open my ears, I hear floating songs of melody. When I open my feelings, I ensure I am truly connected. When I open my voice, I share my vocal light everywhere. When I open or when, when I tune my sense of smell, I am enveloped in dancing aromas. When I open my full heart, I know I'm made of a lot of parts. And with this mindful sensing, I find the creator is simply in me. Pause with us next time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and have a great pausing weekend. Thank you for joining us this week on Mindful Space to Pause. Tune in every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition featuring your host, Dee Lee, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you next time. 